We're the Bourbon Brothers. I'm Lance. And I'm Butch. We are coming to you live from the BGB Speak Easy. Fresh. New. Exciting. What do we got on the agenda today? Well, you oh, you did. I, I'm skipping past stuff. You're just skipping past everything. I'm so excited. You haven't established where we are. You haven't oh established gosh. our sponsors. You haven't. I mean, I'm not talking about the region. You don't care how I are, how right. I am doing. You're right. I don't care how you're doing. So we are in Romeo, Michigan. <laughs> the rolling hills of Romeo, Michigan, that Romeo, some Michigan. call it. That's just you and I. Um, no, there's, there's a lot of beautiful green grass, sprawling hills. Um, why did you draw a middle finger on your board? That's interesting. Maybe come back to that. Um, <laughs> Definitely come back to that. I can't so, wait to tell uh, that story. Man, um, you've, just, you've really just wrecked the flow, but that's fine. I, I I have been violated, so I'm I am not myself right now. I, <laughs> I, my trust was ruined. I've been violated. I'm hurt, and I'm just not myself. So I'll I'll, I'll pull it together. No, I think you should share this because you're catching a lot of people off guard. You, All right. you seem well, sad. Well, uh, it's not sad. Sad is like a form of hurt. I, I'm this is shame and hurt mm. that I'm dealing with here. So, um. We're talking about what the next episode's going to be, and Butch pulls out a bottle, and I asked an objective question of, oh, what's that? I haven't seen it before. And when he pulls out, it's Maker's Mark. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know what I just heard last week? They have this thing called the Ambassador Program. (laughs) Have you ever heard of this? Like, this is so cool. Like, this guy was just telling me about it, and Butch, like, literally cuts me off, like, like, Hand up in my face <laughs> with this chin forward going, yeah, uh, my barrel is now five years yeah. old. It's, <laughs> it's going to be ready next year. And the golden ticket. <laughs> I'm going to take you, so chill out, dude. But I can invite some people, so if you want to go, you can ask. I'll see how I can do. I can see if we can fit you in. <laughs> Maybe we can fit you in. So as we're preparing for the session... Hey, he's writing some shit down, and I'm like, "Hey, did you look at the back of the bottle?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "I held up my board, I had a middle finger on it." <laughs> Big fat f you, bitch. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. So I am not an ambassador. My I wife's am. not an ambassador. His wife—he didn't even tell his wife, dude. I mean, I felt bad, but he didn't even tell his wife. <laughs> so uh, myself and the two ladies—we're going to become ambassadors together, and uh, we'll see how many tickets we have left when it's time for our barrel to become prime. Good luck passing the test. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not going to comment because I'm at the BGB Speakeasy. We are. This the, is your juice. The infamous BGB Speakeasy. A bottle I picked up at Indiana that you passed on, by the way. Um, you know what? I feel better. Thank you. You did. You passed on the bottle. No, I'm not talking about I feel better because I passed on the bottle. I feel better because I got that off my chest. Oh, I'm it glad. It was really a lot of tension. I'm glad. I'm glad that you feel better about yourself. You really don't give a shit, um, but I feel better, so don't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, here we are. Fresh Bottle Pops is the segment today. This is, uh, um, you know, you and I, we don't drink a lot of Maker's Mark. Um, don't necessarily know why. You know um, what? As a matter of fact, a buddy of mine called me out on that when the last bottle that we found, um, that'll be for a different segment. Um, he's like, I thought you didn't like Maker's Mark. I'm like, well, I didn't think I did. And then we started tasting some other expressions, and... I think we're we're opening our horizons, right? But if if I go back, I don't know, two or three years ago, when you and I went hunting one uh, um, morning, we got an email from, and maybe you should remember I'm an ambassador because I got an re- email from the ambassadors' um, emailing list, very coveted emailing list, 
And uh, we went down to somewhere in Birmingham. Uh, yeah, Birmingham. We picked yep. up a bottle of Mitchers, which was their Maker's Mark. Maker's. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jesus Christ. Uh, Maker's Mark. <laughs> Some bastard I am. <laughs> well, he's a little confused because of the, the guilt. I mean, um, it's hard to yeah, keep your thoughts prob- straight with yeah. all that weighing on your shoulders so heavy. That's probably why. But we went down there. We picked up a really cool bottle of Maker's Mark. That was I, kind of a cool experience, wasn't it? That was, was like it? one of our big first, you know, yep. allocated, not allocated, but it was a, a cool highly sought-after yep. store pick. And there was people in line, and they sold out quick. They gave you a blanket and a piece of chocolate. And uh, it was a <laughs> really, really overall cool experience. It and was. Honestly, I I've, I like Maker's Mark, but it's something that we don't gravitate to for whatever reason. I'm not sure necessarily why. Uh, maybe it's the red wax that they're known for. Um, it's a, they're normally a little bit lighter on the, uh, on the overall palette. We like that high oily feel. Um, but regardless, so the bottle we have is Maker's Mark French Oak Test Strength coming at 110.3 proof. And what I don't understand well enough is this is Maker Mark number 46 because not all the bottles are the number 46, which has something to do with the mash bill from what I could read, but I didn't really understand it, um, so I'm sure there's some Maker's Mark fans out there. There's probably some ambassadors that know a lot about it, like not like me because I'm not an ambassador. <laughs> and this ambassador definitely does not. Um, I don't know if they even sell this bottle in Michigan. In fact, when you go to the Maker's Mark website, they don't even list this bottle on the website. And when I go to the uh, state regulator, regulation board on relative what's listed in Michigan, it's not on there called out. Now, unless it's... Unless they can sell it under the Maker's Mark Cast Strength, which is on there, Maker's Mark 46 Cast Strength, um, it's not called out. They don't, we don't call it a specific French oak. Where'd you get this bottle at? In Indiana. In, okay. In South, in e- either either in South Bend or Mishawaka, Indiana. Okay. Um, we were you know down there visiting the wife's family. We picked it up, um, and uh, it was something you passed on, by the way. Again. Notes to solve, you passed. I, I don't have a problem with that. No, you may that. in a minute. If this is some highly allocated bottle, it's like a one-off. Like a <laughs> well, I don't know if I deserve it because I'm not an ambassador. And, and maybe that's why I found it, because I am an ambassador. Um, so no age statement, so we know it's at least four years old. Mash bill, 70% corn, 16% wheat, 14%. Don't touch my bottle. Um <laughs> 14% malted barley. You can tell the listeners what I just did. Uh, he put it on the floor. <laughs> on the opposite side of the Way, ocean. way, way away from me. Um, but you know what? A little bit of history about uh, Maker's Mark is Samuel's family founded in 1953. Um, Bill, um, the, uh, Bill Samuel was kind of known as the engineer and craftsman of Maker's Mark. Margie, his wife, the creative soul. And then Bill Jr., which you'll see his name on the front of the bottle, is kind of the innovator. Um, something that's unique to me is they rotate their barrels by hand. And uh, you and I have been to some other distilleries that are adamant, no, we don't rotate our barrels. We feel leave them where they are, and that's why they're unique. So, And we've heard everything from matters of safety to there's no way we could keep it straight. We're going to ruin a barrel. You know, we, we can't risk that with our customers. But obviously they do it, so God bless them. They're doing, they're doing something special with it. Yeah, and, and they talk about, Rotating the barrels, and they do it by hand, which I don't know how else you would do it. Yeah. Um, but they also talk about their ri- their red winter wheat, and that's why um, their bourbon is so unique, and it changes through the maturation process. 
And then everybody's familiar with the uh, the dipped in red waxed. And a cool fun fact is when you are an ambassador, you get to go dip your bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be able to enjoy Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. So can we change the last word to you? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that being said, uh, I'm gonna get in the nose a little bit while so, you. Uh, let's talk about this real quick. One, real quick, as you go ahead and you get in the nose. I'm just gonna mention, um, when you look this up, it talks about it's finished with ten virgin French oak staves, and by virgin, I guess they mean that it's not air dried or you know dried in the environment. Because a lot of times, what they'll do is they'll cut staves, um, they'll put them together as a barrel, and they'll take them and they'll age them and air dry them and season them. Uh, before they char them, sometimes 18, 24 months, three years, who knows. But this says 10 virgin French oak staves, so I, I'm imagining that they're not seasoned. That That's what I'm interpreting out of it. I'm not sure that I'm right. If you know, give us some feedback, but uh, it's definitely giving some distinct characteristics, right? Yeah, so I'm telling you what, this nose is very, very inviting, um, and it took me on a hell of a journey. So the nose, I went from everywhere, from cinnamon to caramel, but the one thing that I like is there's a green apple. Right? I mean, it's just, man, I'm telling you what, I have not got into the uh, the, the taste of it. Um, but it, it, you know, it's funny. We talked about when you walked in my house, it smells like baking. We, we And you said, definitely not my house. <laughs> um, it almost, no, seriously, it's like you're making a an apple pie on the nose. This so, is really cool. I'm getting a, a little bit of almost like a, a raisin and a, you've been talking about chocolate all night and I'm getting chocolate on this nose. Man, this nose is incredible. I'm I'm going to be honest. I know I'm an ambassador. Um, this is actually catching me off guard. How inviting the nose is. Like this is that good. Yeah, and it looks like it's got a nice, holds the glass really well. It's got a good uh, dark copper color to it. Dude, I'm telling you what, right now, this smells like you're walking to somebody's this is, house. This is, uh, I don't even mention, 110.3 proof? 110.3 .10, proof. It smells like there's an apple pie being baked right now. I'm going to get into it. You can keep talking about it. Yeah, so, uh, again, we've mentioned this before, is we've not cheers. had... Cheers. We've not, you know, we've not had a lot of Maker's Mark, um, you know, if I'm... I don't know if we've ever had a pour together. I think it's our first Maker's Mark pour we've ever had together. We had that one that that um, uh, the the store pick that we yeah got. it was so memorable. You don't remember anything about it. Perfect. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but how many Maker's Mark bottles do you have? I think I have four now, and I got which I think, is not a lot. For I think right there's now. six in front of us right now. So no seven because you just got me another one up there. Yep. So you would think I actually love Maker's Mark by buying seven bottles. Considering the size of your collection, that's a mere fraction. I mean, you would imagine that an ambassador would have, have a little bit more of the expressions than that. But Don't mind me. I have my blanket over my legs and <laughs> keeping myself warm. My Maker's Mark socks on. <laughs> because uh, they can send gifts to the ambassadors. Yeah, it's a special thing. Okay, so... um. Man, I, I just dove into this. You should go ahead and take a taste. Don't tell me what to do. It's my speakeasy. <laughs> Sip that whiskey, bitch. <laughs> okay, so it's bourbon. <laughs> I'm getting, uh, um, I'm getting some caramel, 
at the beginning, a little bit of vanilla, and I'm getting a lot of like now it's past raisin, it's even to like fig. This is like if if you could peel the center out of a fig newton and eat it, that's what I got. Um and I'm I'm really, really enjoying it. So the oak definitely smacks you in the face. Jesus. Like it it smacked me right in the mouth. If you're a faint of heart, then the oak smacks you. It didn't it didn't hit me very hard. No. Yeah. I feel right. like we have a little bit of contest of manhood going on here. Yeah, it's not like you're a big lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oak. It just just reminisces in my beard. <laughs> I think we need to set down the controversy and unite on what our opinion is. Oh, this is hilarious. Um, <laughs> um brown sugar and oak. Let me go back again because I, maybe I'm being too too tough right now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting I, I'm I'm getting the undertones of the oak for sure, but it's kind of like a nice foundation or a basis. Uh, I called it caramel brown sugar. I think we could like lump those and separate them, but I'm I'm definitely getting this fig in the middle palate that is kind of like as it as it opens up and airs in my mouth. I'm getting this like raisiny fig taste that I think is fantastic. So I'm getting a little bit of honey. Honey? Honey. Um, I see what you mean by the fig raisin. It's definitely there. But at the very, very end, before kind of like in my palate, I'm getting honey that I didn't get my first time. That actually leaves me a little bit more interested to go back again. You just went back. So anything else you, you get with this? I And I, I'm starting to think that you ever seen that, the, like, like the memes where they talk about Somebody's saying something, and they put the words on the top of the screen, and you hear that, and then they put different words on the top of the screen, you hear that. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm, okay, I can taste the honey now, but it's the same thing that I want to call fig. So it's a little bit of a diversion of um, our interpretation of, I think, the same notes. I, without a doubt, get the fig. I do. Okay. But there's there's this honey finish that's very, very intriguing. So you're saying the fig opens up into a honey. I'd buy that. And I'm going to be honest, that, that... the very first sip I had was almost too much oak forward. Um, I can see a lot of people who aren't diehard into bourbon not liking this. No, but see, I, I, I also would say go back your second and your third. So I'm going to go back for my third because it's it's already changed, and I'm letting it just sit, right? And you know I'm tough on, on my first pour yep. um, because the first pour, I would have said no. Second pour, I'm interested, so I'm going to go back. And, and I know this has been a, a night of controversy, but I'm just going to say, like, Really, I'm intrigued by how your palate interprets things from the first to when you like you you get a little bit more of it in your um, in your palate that you you start sensing other things. It's it's really interesting to me because um, yeah, you come up with some really hard. Generally, generally you're tougher on your perspective on your first sip versus your third sip. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it's been a uh, hell of a roller coaster ride. So I'm um, I'm 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 definitely going with the honey. I like I like the whole raisin fig. Um, and one thing that jumped out to me right now, I'm taking notes is I got brown sugar right there, and I think that's kind of I think some people would say that's very um, indicative of the oak. And I'm 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 calling it caramel. That's I I said it before. I'm going to stick to it. I think we're you know it's along the same note that we're getting, well just how we're describing it. But 
that caramel is like kind of the the foundation or the brown sugar that is carries through for me. And then you get that fig and that popping off and some vanilla and some baking spice on the end and the finish. The, the baking spice is what I'm picking up, but there's some sweetness that I'm picking up right now as my mouth is just sitting here, just taking it all in um, that I wasn't getting at first. Again, one more time, that first sip slapped me in the face with almost too much oak. And now that I'm going back for my third and now my fourth, it's really mellowed out. I've been acclimated. I don't have this big beard. I'm a big, tough lumberjack guy. So maybe I needed to, you know, understand the oak. <laughs> but, man, this is uh, it's, it's a little bit different, a little bit, of a, a little bit of a ride I'm going on right now. And on the, on the palate, or I'm sorry, the finish, I'm getting um, oak, <laughs> um, the obvious, pepper. So you're a lumberjack wannabe. Yeah, I I'm definitely am. Um, um, cinnamon. Um, just, just, it's been, it's been interesting. And I'm somewhere between the cinnamon and the baking spice. And I still have this like hint of chocolate that I'm picking up at the, in the back end of it. Um, so what are your thoughts overall? Like we've talked about characteristics, we've talked about different perspectives, but like, how are you feeling about this experience? Are you enjoying it? I'm saying I've, I've had a hell of an experience with this bottle. Um, and here's where I'm at. I know a lot of people get wrapped up of marketing, okay? And the red wax is definitely a marketing ploy, without a doubt. Do, I, I, do you like it, love it, hate it? Where, where are you at on that? Um, don't really care. Don't really care? Don't really care. You know, I, it's sometimes a pain in the ass to open up. Um, but for me, don't really care. The red wax doesn't intrigue me. I'm not buying these because of the red wax. Um, as you know, I'd prefer the juice in the bottle to be great. I, I, it could be a clear bottle. So red wax is here or there. I, I hate the twist top. I don't like twist top. That that sucks. That's just me. But the um, but the red wax, can I give a counterpoint on the red wax? Mm-hmm. I, I think the identity of the red wax is so unique. You see a red wax dripped on top of a bottle, you know exactly what it is. So fun fact. There's no second guess. Do you know where I want to go with this fun fact? I know you're going to go. Bardstown? Lawsuit. Yep, I think that's really cool, and there's a uh, we won't go into too many details because we're coming near to the end of our, our time frame. Like we like to keep um, keep our episodes in. That we were at Barstown, and we went to their whiskey library, and there's a bottle out there that in the late '90s was in a lawsuit with Maker's Mark because they dipped a bottle, and uh, uh, Maker's Mark won at that point. So interesting. They had trademarked it. Yeah, I think that's really really cool. So if you want to understand that, go to Barstown. Bourbon Company in Barstown, Kentucky. Go back to the Whiskey Library, and you can ask about it, and they're going to tell you about it. But with that being said, um, you asked me a question. Will you, will you admit, though, I mean, the red wax is unique. Oh, it stands it out. It does identify it. Yep, it, it stands out. Yeah. It stands out. When you see it, that's 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 their go-to. Yep. The fact that they allow you to, when your ambassador and your barrel matures in all seriousness, you get to go there and take friends, and I'm sure we're all going to go and sure. buy bottles. It's really, really cool experience, and they're supposed to do it right, we've heard. And the, and the gentleman that I talked to talked about that. Like, that was one of the coolest things he's ever done relative to bourbon was, you know, wax his own bottle. That was cool as, cool as hell. But I'm going to say for, I don't know exactly what I paid for this. I believe I pay retail, which is closer to the $65, no, $70. I, I, I fixed that, right? Because I looked up what the Maker's Mark cash strength is in Michigan is 65 bucks. But when I look up the French oak, it looks like it is retail at eighty five. So about eighty five bucks. About eighty five bucks. I really do believe that's what I paid. I'm gonna say that this was. I'm enjoying this. Um, again, we're from Michigan. Michigan likes is known for their falls. 
uh, the fall season. They're known for bonfires. They're known for hanging outside, grilling, and just the cool weather. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to go back to this bottle again and again. But just be cautious if you are new to bourbon or if you're pouring some somebody a pour that doesn't love bourbon, I would not recommend this bottle for that. So my recommendation is I really, really have enjoyed this. More than I actually thought. I was nervous about this bottle. Based off your facial expression when I recommended this, you're like, <laughs> what? I what bottle? Are, we, are you fucking kidding me? I, uh, the drama that he's ensuing here, oh. back to the controversy, <laughs> was I didn't recognize the label, and I didn't know what he had in his It hand. was the most ugliest face I've ever seen you make. <laughs> I'm going home. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get you some psychological counseling. You're way too sensible. But anyway, um, I, this drinks more like a finished whiskey than just a, I mean... It's not finished. They just used virgin French staves in here. Um, but it, it gives it a very unique flavor, almost very like unique. a finished, like a, a well-done finished whiskey, right? Not I a, agree. Not an over-the-top, overpowering. It just gives it this element of flavor that's different than what you normally experience in the traditional um, whiskey-making process. I agree. So. You're buying? 85 bucks. I'm buying. Buying. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. We like heavy uh, proof. This is this is giving you the heavy proof. Not too heavy. It's giving you a lot of going on. It gives you a little bit of that age. You, at least you feel like you're drinking older bourbon. There's some good complexity between the nose and the palate that uh, a lot of people can appreciate. I like Butch's um, caution. This isn't for the faint of heart. This mm-hmm. isn't for somebody new to the, the whiskey game. But for people that have different light finish to, you know, good old bourbon, uh French oak is we're we're exploring it more and I think we're enjoying it. So we are. This is good stuff. So that being said, I uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode of Fresh Bottle Pop Makers Mark French Oak Cast Strength Number Forty Six. Brought to brought to you by an official ambassador. And an ambassador wannabe. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, everybody. Cheers. Enjoy. Drink responsibly. Cheers.